Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas, people, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host Dennis Simpson as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village. The award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007. Find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. Ike Eisenhower State Farm. Ike and his award-winning team have been serving the insurance needs of folks all around Hot Springs Village since 1998. Ike has qualified for State Farm's President's Club, Chairman's Circle, and Hot Springs Village Insurance Agent of the Year. Call Ike Eisenhower State Farm today at 501-984-4100. That's 501-984-4100. Find them online at IkeEisenhower.net. Call them today for all your insurance needs because, like a good neighbor, Ike Eisenhower State Farm is there. So, Tamara, when I call the Beehive, a guy that sounds a lot like me says, <laughs> we, have under, we have new owners. And I think, well, that's interesting. So, we really do have new owners again, right? We do um, a repeat new ownership message, but see, you didn't even have to change it. It, I, it worked. I shouldn't. So, I, it's it's a good reason to be generic and not mention any names. You know, it's a, that's exactly right. You I, didn't mention any names, and so I, it works just fine. I feel like the Baptist church at the corner that just has the sign that says "New Pastor." You know, so <laughs> he, he may you you don't you, maybe you don't want to know his name. Maybe you don't want to know his name. Well, 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 hopefully this is the last ownership change. So hopefully we're settled in now. Let's put and, this in, uh, in granite, shall we? We'll, we'll chisel it into the, the church exactly, side, right? Exactly. That's our hope, that that message uh, eventually will say, um, you know, come back and see the owners instead of we have new owners. So, How about the, uh, the, the new permanent owners are? Exactly, exactly. Well, we're thrilled to be here. Everybody has been super welcoming and uh, we've met a lot of people in the community. Hopefully we'll meet the rest of the community as they come in uh, one by one, but it's gone very well, actually. Well, tell it, give us your introduction. How did you find the village? Where do you live? Where are you from? All that fun stuff. Yeah, sure. So native Arkansan. So I grew up in Texarkana, so southwest Arkansas. So barely uh, Arkansan, but still Arkansan. You know. Hey, on the Arkansas side. So down, okay, let's be clear. You're down there with the Huckabees. I know those. I know those kind of people. 
Hey, Pastor Huckabee was uh, the pastor of my church when I was growing up. So that's another story for another day. I was actually uh, I was actually the sound man at our church when he came to speak one time. And he said that he and Janet were in Texarkana and that uh, they were youth pastors, you know, for, yeah. the, for the youth. And that uh, they pulled up to an intersection and there was a, 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 a woman beside them screaming at her kids in the back seat going you kids sit down back there and she's just screaming and hollering and janet smugly turned to to uh to mr huckabee and said you know our killed children won't be like that and he <laughs> said he said she was right ours were a lot worse <laughs> <laughs> well they were they were a great family and uh so yeah so i grew up there in texture can i've been in Little Rock metro area, so Little Rock and Hot Springs for 30 years. So okay. it's it's been a while. My my family is still in Texarkana, but I've been in the Little Rock Hot Springs area for a long time. And I actually was in healthcare for 30 years. So when yeah. I retired from healthcare, um my my background is in um social work and then my PhDs in healthcare administration. So when I finished my healthcare career, I wanted to impact the state of Arkansas in a different way. Hmm. And we have a ton of food insecurity in the state of Arkansas. So I did two things. I opened up a nonprofit called the Village of Hope. And through the Village of Hope, I have volunteer chefs that cook for people in need once a month and we deliver food to them. And then the second thing I did is um, I came upon an organization called Chefs for Seniors and I approached my older brother, Tim, and said, hey, you're retired from healthcare too. How about we go and build a Chefs for Seniors Arkansas division? So we've been doing that and um, actually are now covering 23 counties in Arkansas and two in Texas because of Texarkana yeah. and have executive chefs all over the state working every day, going well, now, into homes. Now, hang on. When, when I initially got the call from Steve and he said, you know, we've sold the beehive and and it, it, it's you need to talk to Tamara. And I'm like, OK. And, and she's got an email address that's chefs for seniors. And I'm like, I mean, to be very frank, and I'm just saying what I think maybe some other people thought, I was like. Okay, well, she now has a commercial kitchen. Maybe maybe she's just buying the beehive for a commercial kitchen, which is a great idea. But then when you explained how it worked, I'm like, oh, this is genius. So explain how Chefs for Seniors work, because I was not familiar with it at all. Yeah, sure. Happy to. So we have a lot of clients in the village. Thank you to all of them that might be watching this. Um, so the Chefs for Seniors concept is really built upon obtaining fresh, healthy food and companionship. So in that model, we hmm. actually send an executive chef into your home. They plan a menu with you. They go to the store, buy all of the ingredients. They come to your kitchen and cook that menu for you with their own cooking utensils. And then they clean up and package the food, put it in your fridge and out they go. So um, those executive chefs get a relationship with you. They get to learn what you like, what you don't like. Um, they're there usually once a week or every other week cooking for you and your family and they can customize your diet. So whatever special needs you need to, to have every week, they can customize it. So that's really the beauty of the chefs for seniors model is the so, customization. So it's like the, the, the cooking fairy comes to your house. Is that what I hear? That's, that's it. That and is with, it. with, with no and downside they and they clean up. That was what I was going to say. And they clean up. 
I joke that Diane is a great chef, a great chef. She's a great cook. It's wonderful. But I know when she's been in the kitchen cooking because I'll grab the refrigerator door handle and I'm like, what? What's on the door handle here? And it cleanup is uh, half the battle, I'd say, also, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. So they, they do that kind of work. That's primarily, that's primarily what we do. Um, not just for seniors. That's hmm. just the name. It's a personal chef service. We cook for people of all ages every week. Lots of professional, busy families need hmm. our help. And then we also do dinner parties, brunches, lunches, groups that want to gather, but also don't want to cook for their friends or family. Yeah. So we do that work. And so that's actually how we got to know Judy and Steve. We had partnered with them for some special events at the Beehive oh, and cool. also at their home for some mm -hmm. of the clubs that they're a part of. Yeah, so but, we but, were sending but, chefs in to do those kinds of parties for them. And I don't mean to interrupt. I apologize. No. I really do. But and I can see the synergy there. I couldn't initially. But so you'll forgive me if I think, OK, well, you could get a commercial kitchen out of this, you know, which is a great deal and do catering and whatever. But you've decided to leave, obviously, the beehive open, but continue the entertainment aspects. Where's that going to go? What are we going to do? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the Beehive is a special place. And so when um, we heard it was up for sale, it, it wasn't about the commercial kitchen, although that's a great addition to our Chefs for Seniors work if we have a client that needs our help but doesn't want us you know, to cook in their home, we would have access. But the Beehive has been here a long time. All of the community is well aware of what it is here. It is a hangout. And the live music and the trivia and the new things we have planned, so I'll preview some of that here with you, um, is really designed to, to focus on that sense of community. So we wanted to keep that intact. We want to add to it. We want to elevate the menu. So I have one of my executive chefs now in the kitchen at the Beehive every day. Wow. So the menu will look different. But as far as the place to hang out and all the activities that everybody is so accustomed, there will be more of those, not okay. less. And and your and the fan favorites will stay. Well, well <laughs> let me ask. Away any fan favorites? No fan favorites. So I got it. Speaking of my fan favorites, I wasn't able to make it this last week, but I hear that the fine folks from Bad Habit kind of tore the place down. Oh, man, they are they are an amazing group. Um, if you haven't heard them, you absolutely should. Uh, fun fact, I had no idea who they were when they arrived. And when they arrived, I was like, you guys look, you guys look familiar to me. And they're like, yeah, we went to school with your son. So those, the guys... The guys in Bad Habit are Pulaski Academy graduates, and so is my son. Really? And they all know each other. So when they showed up, I was like, who are these kids? I know these kids. They're not in a band. And they're like, yes, we're in a band now. And, um, and doing well in a band. And yes, you're right. They are kids. Well. They don't, I, don't think, I don't think any of them shave. I'm not pretty sure. It's, <laughs> it's kind of iffy. Well, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're getting a little older, but yeah, they're youngsters still. And they did a fantastic job and their mom was a teacher at PA and I know her. And so it was, it was kind of like a homecoming, so to speak, and to see them so successful, but they did an amazing job and the community rallies around them and other bands when they're here, it was packed. Mm -hmm. um, lots of people tasting uh, chef Seth Bailey's food for the first time. So I was happy they got that chance. 
and uh, just having a lot of fun, lots of dancing. I'm sure there's lots of videos out there of people dancing um, Saturday night when uh, Bad Habit was here. So it, it was a great night for everybody, I think. Well, that's a trust thing because it just now dawned on me you'd never heard them play. You didn't know if they were any good or not. And <laughs> no I, idea. I, I kept saying when we had chatted before, I'm like, oh, my Lord, have you heard Bad Habit? And you're like, everybody kept telling no, me that. No, but they're going to be here Saturday. I'm like, whoa, yeah, well, bar the door because you're going to have as many as you were. I'm just guessing. Were you turning people away? Did you? We I were. Bet, I bet. We oh. were. We had, we had to turn people away again. So I, I was definitely telling people as they were calling and getting on the wait list, um, we'll call you back if someone doesn't show up. <laughs> Uh, but we're full and they're like, oh man, you need more seats. So, um, you know, we'll talk to the fire marshal about that and see <laughs> if we have any more capacity. But uh, we did have to unfortunately turn some people away and and they're so popular. People were leaving uh, Saturday night, making reservations for the next time they're here in July. In July, so, really? They have a following. Oh, yes, they do they have do. a following and they're fantastic. And for those of you that don't know, and you can band habit band bad habit band i think and little yeah yeah uh, so. and, and uh, but they've got facebook pages they've got whatever but basically they do the classic rock that you and i grew up with so every exactly. boomer goes oh my god they're doing zz top they're doing you know uh and they're absolutely fantastic they're really yeah, everybody fantastic. was singing along enjoying it you know it was it was it takes you back to all yeah. the good so they did a great job for sure. Well, well, where are we going from here? You said there's some other changes. What do you think we're going to be doing? Yeah, so so we're keeping, of course, most people in the community know Thursday night here at the Beehive is Trivia Night. That will continue. Friday and Saturday night live music. That will continue. Um, so we needed to find something fun for Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So Tuesday night will be, I don't know what to call it. You 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 should weigh in on this. Uh, we're doing something for the guys. It'll be guys' night. I don't know what to call it. But men's night. I don't know. We got to come up with a fun man name. cave Monday. Man cave Monday. Uh, something like but that. Yeah. So Tuesday night we'll do something for the guys. Um, working on something fun that would draw the the uh, guys and their partners out. You know, to to come and have fun with us. And then Wednesday night, we're doing ladies night karaoke. So that will be starting up. And then probably the big change is that starting on July 11th, so that's the week all of this will start, that week of July 10th, we're closed on Mondays. But on Tuesday, we will be starting daily brunch from 11 to 2. So we'll have brunch specials and brunch drink specials as well oh, every day. Every day? Every day. Tuesday Not just Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. No, Tuesday through Saturday, we'll be doing brunch for everybody. So we hope folks will come out and see so, us. So here's what happens with Dennis, right? Diane and I work late every night, literally every night. We get up later during the day and about, I don't know, say one o'clock, I'm thinking, I could take a breakfast sandwich or a whatever, you know. What what will the menu look like as I come into your door every oh, day, Tuesday through you, Thursday? You have, to, you have to come see it. Uh, so Chef is preparing a special brunch menu so you'll see all different things if you come at brunch versus if you come at dinner time which starts at four o'clock uh so come check it out there'll be you know that traditional breakfast foods but we'll also have some lunch type foods for those of you that maybe don't like eggs and egg fo focused dishes so There'll be a great variety, having some drink specials, you know, like mimosa flights and fun things for and you guys start, to have during brunch. This starts the 11th. Let me write this. Hang on. 11th. 
<laughs> make, at, your, at, make a note on your calendar. 11, 11 at about 11. Is that right? On the 11th? 11 to 2. Yeah, 11 to really? 2. Come see us. Really? Yeah. So, okay. So, give me the spell. So, Monday we're closed. Well, hang on. Sunday. Are they still doing the jazz brunch sometimes? Or how does they, that? Well, they were having a, a special, you know, every once in a while. And we'll try to bring that back if we can, you know, get some musicians that want to come out and see us. We try to be closed on Sundays and Mondays for our staff. You know, mm. they need a break. And we need time to uh, do our preventative maintenance. You know, a lot of work goes into running a restaurant. So uh, we use those days to get any maintenance and repairs done. And our staff is here prepping uh, for the week ahead. So even though we're only open on Tuesdays through Saturdays, we're here um, every day getting ready for for those hours that we're um, here and you can come see us in person. So, so, so a Tuesday morning at 11 o'clock, we're going to start serving brunch on the 11th. Yes. And that's from 11 till 2. And then from 2 to 5, are you closed or? We'll, we'll take a break. We'll we'll clean. We'll get ready for the night crew. Um, so we'll we'll be uh, taking a little break in the afternoon to switch over to our dinner menu. So, okay. yes. And, and then from 5 to roughly what time? 9, 5 to 9, 5 to 10 on Tuesday nights? Yeah. So, you know, we just changed our hours, which is something people may not have heard about yet. So we wanted to stay open later. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of people were calling saying they'd like for us to be open a little later. So Tuesday. I bet. (laughs) That's why I I was, I was plugging, I was prompting you. What's going to happen now? I forgot to mention that. So Tuesday (laughs) through Thursday, we're open four to 10 now. Mm -hmm. And then on Friday and Saturday, we're open four to 11. So, the, you know, the kitchen closes an hour before we close and lock the doors of the building so they can get cleaned up in the kitchen. But, um, yeah, so we're open an extra hour for people. And, you know, the last week was the first time we did those hours and wondering, you know, would we have people coming in later? And we had a lot of people that would come in after golf, after they had been in hot springs for the day mm-hmm. and they were coming back to the village at eight o'clock at night and they were hungry and they were thirsty. So. And there was literally nothing open because we had rolled up the sidewalks at six 30. Like we do. Right. Well, we're here. So come see us Tuesday. Well, that is Friday, fantastic news. I, I really wanted to highlight that. And I, uh, we've got you, you'll be on the radio show this weekend, this coming weekend. Uh, and the reason I bring that up is because we want to talk about those expanded hours. We want to talk about the, the times that the, and, and the difference in the menu, how would you, and I know it's not a revolutionary, but an evolutionary change in the food or the, the menu, how would you categorize the menu? Is it, it's not to go or what would you call it? Yeah. You know, I would say, as I look at the menu overall, um, what you, I describe it as fresh, meaning um, that the flavors are fresh. They're, they're definitely different. Um, It's a lighter menu than it was before. We still have some, you know, fan favorites there, but um, the chef is really focusing on using ingredients. He can get fresh. And so I've talked to a lot of the customers about this. So we actually go by the farmer's market on our way here to get fresh fruit and fresh vegetables. That's really important to us that we're serving the highest quality and the freshest we can get. So uh, one of the fan favorites around here is shrimp tacos. Um, We can't get fresh shrimp every day. Mm -hmm. So that's why you won't see it on the menu um, every day. 
So once we get it, when we can get it fresh for that day, you'll see it as a special. But it's just very important to us that we're not serving frozen um, food. We really want it to be freshly prepared. Uh, Lots more salads on the menu than we had before. Um, Just lighter fare all around. The tacos are fresh and lighter. Um, There's still a burger on the menu. I encourage you guys to try it. It's one of the best I've ever had. Um, and then some combinations of flavors. Um, a lot of people have tried our special right now, which is the queen bee, which is fresh apples and fresh honey. So we have a honey, a local hot springs village honey maker that's bringing us honey every week. So that's the kinds of things you'll see on our menu. When we can get those fresh ingredients, you'll see us offer a special on that. And so the menu may change some. Um, and then we'll start to add things back that people are really interested in having, um, want to continue to elevate the vegetarian and vegan options. Not a lot of those on the menus around here. So we want to try to uh, elevate that a little bit. Um, and then just as I would say, um, the combination of flavors with an executive chef versus a cook in the kitchen, you should expect a different palate when you come in. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you will have a different flavor um, even on a traditional dish than what you're accustomed to. Well, a couple of things. So, I mean, and I get it because I mean, turnip and crawdads are not in season every day. I mean, <laughs> you, right. you I right. can see, I can see Tamara out in the creek. Whoa, 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 whoa. Here's <laughs> any more crawdads. We got to, that etouffee is not going to make itself now. That's right. But, well, maybe not, maybe not. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we have a, I tell you what, we have a semi-famous legislator nearby who his father would always call and say, you know, Mr. Simpson, that turnip, those turnips were really looking good. And that, that, uh, that, uh, oh my Lord, that poke salad, you know, you got some good looking poke there. Now, do you have, is anybody else going to get that poke? I said, no, Mr. Mm, you can have all the the poke salad you want. <laughs> well, no, and, and let me, let me tell you something. I need to go to the five mile high view for a minute, because I mean, sure. when Greg was open in this place, I was interviewing him and, and uh, I've got some, some history here. One of the things uh, at beginning at the beginning, Cindy Erickson, who was the president of the board mm-hmm. for a while, uh, was a was an investor member. And one of the things that she proudly proclaimed, and I think it's very interesting if you're interested in the cuisine here at the Beehive, there is no deep fat fryer. Right. There is no fryer. So, you know, if you're coming looking for a bunch of onion rings and a, and a fried chicken steak. No, nope, this is probably not the place. Is that fair, Tamara? That's fair. Now, um, I, I think Chef has a vision for lighter um, and, and trying to figure out a different ways of cooking. So, you know, Chef sometimes will use a fryer in a stage of the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, absolutely, you're right. And everything is much lighter than you would expect for a lot of people come in here, especially vacationers, and they'll think it's a pub. And so they're looking for French fries and you know, fish and chips. Yeah, Let's fish and chips. I was about to say you know, fish and chips, yeah. Yeah, uh, we can't cook that back there. Uh, so that's not something we have uh, back there. So, um, yes, we're trying to uh, figure out exactly what fits our new menu and then what people are really after. There's a lot of great restaurants here in the village, and I hope to get the chance to visit all of them and get to know them as business owners. A lot of them have come by and and welcomed me, and I appreciate that very much. Um, and so we want to all offer something different. I mean, there, there needs to be variety in the village. 
as far as where where you can go. Um, there's plenty of people that live here to experience all the different restaurants. So uh, we certainly don't want to be the same. Um, and, and hopefully people will start to figure out what they'll want to come to the beehive and eat versus what they, you know, want to go somewhere else and eat. And, um, so, so that's really our goal. And chef is, is always inspired every day. He, he almost every single day comes up with a new idea that he wants to add. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to temper <laughs> how fast we grow the menu uh we did downsize it so we can become experts in the new menu but now we'll start to add some things back uh one of my personal favorites several people in the community have already uh, gotten hooked on this is uh bread pudding so we have mm. a new bread pudding um that has a homemade rum sauce with fresh strawberries when strawberries are in season um and so i encourage people so it'll be things like that that you'll see us offering and talking about um, whatever we can get fresh for the day is what we'll focus on i tell you what i need to give the, the again the mile high the five mile high view and that is you know not everything's going to be available every day not everything the menu may not have what it had on it last week but it'll be fresh it'll be the very best we can bring you that day and that's reality i, I look I, I, you know, do I, do I go to Walmart and buy cantaloupes? Yeah. Does it take forever for them to ripen? And then some days they ripen all at once. And I'm like, what happened? This cantaloupe has had a rough life before it got to me. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it got gassed and then degassed and then, you know, refrigerated. And it's been a tough world from Mexico or, or, you know, wherever it came from all that to say, when you're realistic about that, that narrows down your choices. And some days things aren't available on the menu. And, and instead of going, ah, well, realize if it's not on the menu today, you weren't going to get it fresh. Yeah, that, that, thank you. That is exactly the bottom line to it. And, and the other thing I would say is we're actually now reaching out to people in the, in the village. We would, we would like to shop with local businesses in the village so uh, people that have local produce people that have local eggs all i told you we found a honey guy yeah. in the village so all of those people we really want to do business with our friends here in the village and we're seeking those people out and um talking with them about making a stop by every day and um, we'll go shopping to see what they have. And so it's been a lot of fun establishing those relationships and, and getting like you were just describing our goal is to have that, that freshest, what we can get that day, the freshest. And that yeah. means we, we do a lot of shopping um, every day, but it's, it's our commitment um, to do something different for, for the residents of the, of the village. I, I think I speak on behalf of the village when I say thank you. Seriously, but the, yeah. it's obviously an option. Late night dining, uh, brunch dining, uh, flexible hours, uh, fresher ingredients. Look, I'm I'm never going to disparage any of our other uh, restaurants here in the area because you're right. There's some fantastic ones. But that said, that's a unique mix that we don't usually see. There's a there's a guy that lives back behind me. There's a three three story beautiful building that looks out over the lake and a great guy. And uh, they're from London, England. And I asked him one time, I said, so how do you get from London to Hot Springs Village? And his answer was great. He said, it's not a direct flight. <laughs> so I was going to say, Tamara, how do you get from being a PhD <laughs> in, in, in human relations to 
an executive to to director a, a boss of executive chefs and the beehive it's not a direct flight is it no it's it's not but there's a lot of similarities people ask me that question a lot so so I, I always tell people um you know for 30 years as a healthcare administrator I was running complex healthcare systems uh where people's lives were on the line mm-hmm. um owning a restaurant is very similar <laughs> there are parallels there are parallels um, owning a restaurant is just as complex. Same thing with the executive chef business. It's all about operations. Yeah. Um, and, and it's really for us, it's, it's about the people. And mm-hmm. so my background, um, in social work and healthcare, it's because I care about people. And so that's what I enjoy about the beehive so far is, is been remarkable is is the people that yeah. come in and want to talk and want to tell me their stories and and want to learn um as you are asking how in the world did you get here what are you doing um and and I hope and and I've had this feedback and I appreciate it so much um is people say you look like you're having a lot of fun and I am because I love the people I love the work we have a great team. The team that was established here, plus my team that I brought from Chefs for Seniors Arkansas, they have become one family, and um, it's just been so quick and easy to to get off the ground with the people we've had, and then just the support of the community. So I enjoy it, and it it is just as complex as running healthcare systems that crossed a hundred locations across the country. It's it's just that complex. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, maybe maybe more, maybe more. <laughs> but um, it's a lot of fun, and um, we're we're having a lot of fun. It's and it's a lot of hard work, and I'm lucky that my people have have just really embraced that challenge, and they've really come together, and uh, we didn't miss a beat. Somebody said, "Oh, well, did you close for a couple of weeks?" I was like, "We never, we didn't even close for one shift. Mm-mm, we just really? kept going." Um, so, and that's that's just how you'll see this team perform is we'll keep pushing through and uh, just pull together and go at it as a group. So that's so what we've done. What I'm hearing is, is that it's just like healthcare, except there's no beer, wine and spirits involved or not, a, <laughs> not as much, exactly. not, not as much, not, not sanctioned and authorized. I did work for a Catholic healthcare system, <laughs> but <laughs> but still not on that level. Not on that level. <laughs> So the Catholic marches boldly into the liquor store. Okay. The, the, the Methodist goes through the drive-thru and the Baptist goes up and he says, Hey buddy, when you go in, can you get me some? Exactly. 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 Well, I, I can't tell you, Tamara, it literally has, we, we wish you the very best. We'll obviously be checking in on a regular basis, probably every month or so, or every couple of months, because it's going to be crazy. Right. <laughs> Would love to hear from you. Thank you for um, reaching out and spreading the word about what we're doing. And I look forward to meeting everybody as they come in. I think you're going to have a blast. And this weekend, who we ha- who's on the menu? Because I literally, well, this will be coming out Friday. So Friday and Saturday. What, yes. what will we- so Saturday night, the band is Liquid Kitty. Oh, now boy, I know. yeah. Another yeah, regular favorite. Very popular. Very yeah, popular yeah. They were at well. Oakland earlier in the month, yeah. Yeah, and so I know that's fireworks night. So what we're encouraging people to do is swing by here, have a good meal, listen to some music on your way to the fireworks show Saturday. Because the, the fireworks Come don't begin until 9.15. Yeah, you've got plenty of time. Come on by.
If you drink enough, you won't even need the fireworks, I hear tell. <laughs> Tamara, it's been a pleasure. Dennis Simpson, Hot Springs Village Inside Out. We will see you next time. Thanks for watching and listening to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast starring Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com.